Put It on the Podcast is an unofficial, independent production that in no way espouses the opinions of AmeriCorps NCCC or the Atlantic Region Campus. back here to entertain you guys. It's been uh, it's been quite a while. I believe the last podcast was following the hurricane, mm-hmm. which was in like late August, and then it was right in the middle of the hurricane, right wasn't it? from the eye of the storm. Yeah, in late August, and then ironically, that hurricane was responsible for the lengthy layoff and put it on the podcast, mm-hmm. as both Bradley and I were on disaster for quite some time. I remember that podcast too. That was a good one because we had we both had uh, the unit leaders Jason and Jen on it. And they didn't seem too frightened, but then uh, we got sent all these disasters, so, you know. I think we've been on something like 45. To, actually, that was meant to be an exaggeration, but it's not that far off. I think it's like 35 this year, disaster deployments. Mm-hmm. Bradley, where were you? Where did you go? So I was in Pennsylvania. I was in the capital, uh, Harrisburg, for a while, um, and Jason and I both went. Uh, we were there for, he was there for two weeks, I was there for three weeks, and we were basically kind of assessing the damage of the what the hurricane did. Um uh, and also what the tropical storm Lee did as well, um, and we just we went down there, assessed the damage, and then kind of told FEMA uh, how AmeriCorps could help. And then we end up getting two teams. Uh, one team would be the uh, they call themselves Kinderlochen, which uh, uh, I think it's Greek for children's laughter, um, and they're led by Daniel Klesowicz. Uh They are in Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania, helping out with an uh, organization called Agape. Then we have Marley's team, Buffalo 3. They are up north uh, in, in Bradford County, and they're working on mucking and gutting as well. Very nice. And then, but, you know, while we're on the subject of teams on disaster, I want to give a quick shout-out to Buffalo 2. It was currently on disaster in the great city of New York, and it's gotten around to me that they've been listening to the podcast, which is exciting. They're definitely in the minority. <laughs> but I wanted to give them a shout-out for, you know, helping us out in the ratings. Uh, which have been on the decline since the show was gone, and we're just going to presume that everyone thought we were the show was dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're still going, guys. So you can listen anytime you want. We need as much support as we can. We do. Um, while Bradley was in Pennsylvania, I was in the great state of Vermont, uh, initially working in Bristol, which is home to STL Laura Mack. It's actually living in her parents' old restaurant, what used to be a restaurant, uh, and they converted it. And uh, um, I was living there on cots for a while. Uh, my team was Raven Zero, and that is because I was by myself for much of the time. I uh, ended up working in a little town of Stockbridge, Vermont, which is about 650 people. It was one of about 12 towns that were completely cut off from civilization in the middle of the storm. They had to have Air Force, uh, or not Air Force, Army helicopters fly in uh, supplies and water and stuff like that. And uh, the one building that was not uh, devastated was the Ford dealership, uh, Ted Green Ford in Stockbridge, Vermont, and that's uh, sort of where they set up their impromptu disaster center, and I was working with the general manager of the Ford dealership, a a woman named Joanne, who was sort of heading up the disaster response just because her, her building happened to be there and happened to still have power. So uh, it was a it was a it was a pleasant experience in a tiny town in the middle of Vermont, but I had a I had a great time and did a lot of good work. And it's it's cool to see all this because it, it sounds like we have um, almost everybody in AmeriCorps, or at least in this region, uh, on this campus, have gotten under some kind of disaster. I think there's like four or five people who haven't, but it, I mean, it is ninety-five percent or ninety-nine percent. It's ninety-nine percent. I all the team leaders listening got my really nerdy email about it the other day that I sent out, breaking down all the numbers. 
which I was asked to break down for a, a meeting the other day, but it's something like 99% have been on disaster. I think it's two people have not been on disaster so far. And it's, I don't have the numbers with me, but it's some incredible percentage of people have been on disaster for, for like two months. It's something like, uh, I think 70% of the core has been on it for at least one month, been on a disaster for more than 30 days. And then it just goes up from there. Um, this is another chance for another shout out. Uh, MJ, Michael Jacobson has currently the, currently has the lead in disaster days served. I think as of the first of the month, he was at about 104 days, uh, served, which is pretty, uh, pretty incredible. Well but, done, MJ. Well done, and once again, I hate to say it, but I expect nothing less out of a, a Thunder One alumni that are <laughs> just currently tearing up the disaster scene. I think, uh, I think uh, he he and Brianna Kushane Awadis have quite a battle going. I think she was at about a hundred when he was at one hundred and four. So, well, Justin's got to be in there too. I'm sure. I think Justin's up there above ninety somewhere. It's a it's a it's a Thunder One party at the top of the disaster scene. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, just a quick little note, um, we got a shout out, this is from Danielle, and also from Rod and I as well, happy birthday to Matt Slavix, um, he's turning, uh, 19 today, um, happy birthday, uh, it is kind of a sad day for him, it, you know, it is his birthday, and it's a big 1-9 for him, uh, but, uh, the Phillies did lose yesterday, so, um, sorry about that, Matt, but today is your birthday, you know, go out and have fun. Happy birthday, Matt, and while we're talking about that, He's got to be upset, and so does a uh, friend of the show, Jen Haran. Unit leader Jen Haran has got to be yep. upset. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not surprised, though. I'm, like, I'm not surprised. I mean, it's Philadelphia. You know, I think that, I mean, everybody knows my dislike for Phillies and Matt Slavics in general, and I, I saw this coming a long ways. I, I, I like, this is a team, they're going to make it first round, and they're going to bounce um, because they're from Philadelphia. And that's, that's like, the main reason. I was kind of surprised to hear you give Matt a happy birthday. I figured you'd uh, take this opportunity to... Rip on him, or is this the one day a year? One day, one day a year. I've I will be, you know, nice with him. Other than that, though, like he's my sworn enemy, and I dislike him a great deal. But um, this one day, you know what? Happy birthday, Matt. Enjoy it. This is the only day. Um, also, uh, just a quick little note from Danielle. She texted me. Uh, she cannot be on the show today. She was going to call in, but she did have a question for Rod before we get into the NFL. Um, fancy football team leader stuff. Shoot. Um, her first question to Rod is, what is your deal with Indian food? And she also, side note, this is not even a question, it's more of a, a comment, um, you, need to become, you need to become less cynical, is her note to you on the podcast. She, she did say she's a fan of the podcast, but she okay. need to become less cynical, and she also wants to know what your deal with Indian food is. Okay, so let's, let's take this one by one. Um, for those of you that aren't aware, I... I sent out a you know the latest edition of Rod's Ruminations, and it was um, entitled "Things That Are Killing America." You know, it was pretty light, light topics. Uh, first one was soccer, third one was gifted education, and second one was Indian food. And for those of you that didn't read the article, the premise of it was I was saying I was saying that no one really likes Indian. At one point in time, one person did like Indian food, and in all probability, that person was from India. But then when it distributed around the world. The only reason people are eating it is because it's cool and it's hip. And uh, I referenced in the article a few weeks ago, I was with some friends in, in Washington, D.C., and they were talking about this great Indian food place. And I just kind of like casually threw out there, uh, you know, I don't really care for Indian food. I just don't like it. And the looks I got and the comments made were as if I had said, you know, that I supported the Nazi party or something. It's just like, and I think that Danielle and uh, T.L. Amelia Hansen was also very angry by this article. I think their reactions only back up my claim that uh, it's it's just too protected and people are obsessed with it only because it's the cool thing to eat. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, a side note, also this was in the article, that not only is Indian food killing America, it's also killing my digestive system. Uh, just too much too much curry or something. I don't know what it is, but I just can't handle it. Um, well, I mean, I think they're going off a study, too, that was last year that um, the Nazi party um, did not like Indian food as well. Maybe. Maybe that's the affiliation. And, you know, we've had a, this has been a big week for people making weird uh, analogies about the Nazis. Uh, certainly not a favor of the Nazi party. And uh, I think, you know... I've, you know, Hank Williams Jr. can attest to this controversy with all the Nazism this week. I don't know what it is. Um, if you didn't hear, his Monday Night Football theme was axed from ESPN's Monday Night Football because he he, he compared the president to Hitler, which is ridiculous. And uh, you know, I think uh, that's not football. It's, that's, that's not, not football. That's not, and it's not Monday. So he needs to go. And I agree with that decision. It's time for that. It's time for him to go. Um, her comments about me being too cynical. Uh, you know, I think I just, I just, I'm keeping it real. I am keeping it real. This is real life for real times on this podcast and in the ruminations. We're not, we're not putting on a pretend little, you know, gimmick here for you guys. No. This is, you know, real life, real times. If you want, you know, if you want, you know, if you don't want me to be cynical, if you want kind of a, a glazed over perspective of things, you know, watch MSNBC or something. But we give you the real deal here, okay? Indian food is killing America. Soccer is killing America. Gifted education is killing America. That's what I've said. I mean, I want to get into this one, too, while we're at it. And I know only about 12 of you read that article. So, And, well, only about eight more of you are going to listen to this. But <laughs> that's a that, generous amount that's, of people. Yeah, it's really generous. That's 20 people. Let's get into the gifted education topic. For those of you that didn't read the article, my stance on it is that it's it's uh, it's killing America. And here's Wait, why. explain it. I didn't read the article. So, so when I was in elementary school, um, we had a gifted education program. And the way it works is some, some expert pulled me out of class, made me put together a few jigsaw puzzles in front of a panel of people, and boom, I'm all of a sudden in gifted education, uh, which my school called Pegasus, which at the tender age of eight or whatever I was, made me believe that all the other students in my grade were horses and I somehow had wings, which is as pretentious as it is confusing. (laughs) Um, That's terrible. It is terrible. And then subsequently I was pulled for gifted education, uh, which just meant that that, like three times a week I went into this class and we had like enriching educational experiences like learning about glaciers and how things work and we went to museums and blah, blah, blah. The problem here, and this is, it's a great idea. The problem here is I was pulled from gym to do this, which in third grade was terrible because I liked gym. And just think about what we're doing here. We're taking the smart, nerdy kids and pulling them out of physical education. Meanwhile, all the bullies are in gym getting faster and stronger. The nerdy kids are in gifted ed getting nerdier. We're really just setting ourselves up for failure here. If anything, it needs to be reversed. Get the bullies out of there and make them enriched a little bit. Give them some you know, lectures on Pocahontas or whatever. And then let the nerdy kids play dodgeball so we can toughen up and be more coordinated. What if what if this, what if it was this Pegasus or whatever they called it, maybe it was just trying to get you um, out of the gym class so the more athletic people could thrive. Maybe they, they, they pointed you and said, this kid's not going to make it athletically. Let's pull him out and like let's label it as a nice little Pegasus, you know, you know, a gifted kid. But really, it's just pointing them out so the more athletic kids can have fun. You know, I didn't think about that, but uh, the problem is I was, I was so young, I could have gotten better. Like, I'm not saying I was ever going to be a, a star athlete. Um, I mean... Inevitably, when I made it to high school, I just joined track and cross country because I have no coordination and I could just run for a long time uh, at, a, at a decent clip. But uh, so I quickly realized I had no coordination. But if they had caught me in second or third grade, you know, who knows? Maybe I could have. I, I, I'm not going to start. I'm not going to be the starting quarterback for the Huron Tigers, <laughs> uh, high school. Let's be honest. But I might have been 
respectable enough at recess football to be not picked on, which, you know. <laughs> or, you, or you could have been picked in a different game where you've been a top ten pick instead of a, you know, you know yeah. the last pick of a, you know, baseball or basketball or football, whatever it is. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I agree. We had we had talented and gifted um, where I was from, so it wasn't... Um, Pegasus. Pegasus. It was just talented and gifted, or, or called tag. So I was not a tag person. So. Tag. Um, disappointing. Well, thank you for the. I want to thank Danielle for the question. It, it brought up this lively debate um, and a chance for me to plug Roger Minations, which is always, you know, a great thing. You need um, that. Yeah. Uh, next topic. We talked about this a few. Well, I was going to say a few weeks ago, but it, at this point, it's months ago. We talked about team leader fantasy football, which is an intense, intense activity. Um, real quick, uh, we were debating which members would be in it. I'll just run, we'll run down the members real quick um, of the league. We have ten teams: uh, myself, Bradley, Melissa, Chris Quirk, uh, Julian, John Serbell, JJ Beggs, Matt Slavix, Jamie Anarda, and Griff Ryan Roberts. Doctor Chill. Uh, so those are the members of the league. Uh, and basically, what Bradley and I want to do in this podcast is talk about this Sunday's matchups. Uh, we're already in week five. We're going to talk about the week five matchups. And then we're going to pick uh, who we think is going to win based on the line. And the line, for those of you that aren't real into sports, is who's favored to win and by how many points. So we, ESPN has been gracious, gracious enough to calculate those for us. Uh, this is one of their more popular leagues, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about it. So, Bradley, why don't you, why don't you kick well, up the first matchup? The great, the great thing about this week is you have great teams playing each other, and then you have crappy teams playing each other. So gonna, there's going to be good games all around. Um, the first matchup we have... Um, is myself against Rod. Game of now, the week. Yep, this is the game of the week. Uh, I am currently sitting at 4-0, and and Rod is 3-1. and Now, actually, Rod hasn't really lost a game yet, because last week he tied J.J. Beggs, um, but J.J. Beggs' quarterback did better than his quarterback, so that's what broke the, the tiebreaker. Ridiculous. Um, I don't know who set up these rules for this league and who determined that the quarterback point should be the tiebreaker, but they should be hanged, because, I mean, that was just a terrible decision. Who, I, who set that up, by the way? That was you, Rod. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So, make sure. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we have, we have that's the game of the week right now. Um, it, it basically comes down to how well Detroit will play. Uh, Rod has um, you have Calvin Johnson, and Megatron, Megatron, and Matthew is it Stratford or Stafford. Stafford. Yep, he is um, just an amazing player. So it comes down to that matchup uh, for me. You know, I need my running back to step up. Um, the Bears running back, he's, you know, he's, had, he's been carrying me the whole time. Um, his name's Forte, and he's a beast, but he needs to have a big game for me, and that's what it's going to come down to is um, how well the Chicago, Chicago are playing Detroit. So uh, that's going to be a big game for us to watch. It's Monday Night Football, um, and we will not be hearing Hank Williams, so that nope. could be uh, um, very good for both of us, but yeah, that, it's going to come down that game. How he will, how he does well with uh, his quarterback and run, uh, receiver, and how well I do with my running back Forte. Okay, so uh, currently, according to the calculations, I am actually favored in this game by five mm-hmm. points. Uh, and for my, I'm going to pick myself, which is a big stretch. I know I'm going to pick myself to cover, which for the uninitiated means uh, if I want to win this bet for myself here, I have to. My team has to win by more than five, and I'm picking myself to do that. What's your pick? Uh, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick myself. Uh, I feel Good like call. my my. Uh, I'm gonna continue on five and zero, um, and be the leader of this league. So um, you're not only. So you're five point underdog. You're not only picking yourself to cover. You're picking yourself to win. Yes, I'm picking myself to win. I I think, and I will say, I think I'm gonna win by more than five points. Okay. Um, this is why. This is my theory. I think the Detroit Lions are a great story. I think that they're doing really well, but they're young, young and inexperienced. 
Um, Stratford is going to probably throw for three interceptions uh, that day. He's, he doesn't have it in him. Like, he's just they're doing too well. Um, they're way ahead of the curve. They're going to have a game where they don't do too well. They're playing a veteran Bears defense. You know, this is the game where Calvin Johnson is going to get shut down. I guarantee it. So uh, I'm not predicting um, just a victory, but I'm going to predict a blowout right now. I think that both those players are not going to do well, and um, I'm going to come around, come away with a 10-point victory in that one. Know. We'll see. Tough talk. Uh, next game. Next game we're going to talk about is the the crapper of the week. This is, I, think if, the I mean, there's just no interest whatsoever. Zero interest. We have the uh, zero and four team, winless Melissa's team, up against uh, Operations STL Chris Quirk's team, who was one and three. Um, interesting matchup. Chris got his first win last week, and the line on this game, Chris is actually favored by 47 points, which is a, a pretty big margin. I think it just shows you how bad Melissa's team is and how bad she was at drafting her team. I think that it's an embarrassment that she's in this league, actually. Um, and you know, if we do this league next year, she will not be invited back. Just uh, just for point of reference, there are 10 teams in, and the the cutoff to get into the playoffs is you have to be in the top eight. So uh, it's an eight-team playoff. Basically, if you're in the bottom two, you're out. Right now, that would be Melissa and Matt, I believe. I, yeah, and I, that's going to be, you know, this is actually an important game for Chris because I think that the two worst teams are Matt and Melissa, Was Chris is right there. I don't know how Chris won last week. I really have no clue. Um, but he did. Um, so I think right now Matt... Melissa and Chris are, you know, vying for that eight spot. And so if Chris can get this victory, I think he's well on his way to um, sneak in the playoffs um, and probably play me the first round. Okay, pick time. I'm going to pick uh, – I think Chris is going to win, but I'm going to pick Melissa to cover because 47 points is a lot. I don't even know if that team can pull that kind of a, a crapper off. And then Chris has Cam Newton as his quarterback who has been really great, but he's going to have a letdown game one week or the other, and maybe this is it. Um, I'm going to pick Melissa to cover. I'm going to pick – um, Chris to cover here, um, partly because I don't even think Melissa, you know, has the, her full team on because I she for some reason she forgot her password or so she says and so she can't change the lineup. Uh, so my guess is she has four or five people that aren't playing or on the bye week. So I think Chris is gonna is gonna cover with the forty seven um, point spread, um, and this just shows you how bad Melissa is at fantasy football. Next game we have is Julian versus John. Both teams are two and two. Uh, and in this game, Julian is favored by 20. He's been talking a lot of smack in the last week. I went to visit his team last week, and he's just talking about this impending juggernaut of a team he's been pilfering off of the waiver wire. And then what happens? He went out last week and just took a dump right on the field, lost to Jamie, and uh, put up a, a meager 84 points, I believe. It was the low score Who, of the who's week. Who's on his team? Who's his go-to guy? I don't even remember. I yeah. think he, well, he has Chris Johnson, I believe, from that That's blockbuster right. trade. Yes, let's go back to that. We had... um. Uh, Julian and I uh, made a deal that he I selected Chris Johnson with number eight, and he selected Jamal Charles. Jamal Charles with number two pick, I think. Yeah. And so we made a straight up trade because I wanted Jamal Charles, and I didn't think Chris Johnson was going to do much this year. Well, Jamal Charles uh, had two points the first week, had four points the second week, and got hurt um, the second week, and is out for the whole season. Yep. So my first round draft pick is done, and uh, you're still undefeated. I'm still undefeated uh, with that, but. I will say Chris Johnson hasn't really done anything either, so I'm not uh, too worried about that trade. I'm going to take Julian to cover here. Uh, I think that I, I have been critical of his smack talking, but we'll see if he can back it up. And, you know, he's a Raven, so I'll go with that. He's minus 20? Minus 20. He's favored by 20, so in order for me to win this one, he's got to win by 21 or more. 
Okay, so my my pick, I think I'm going to have to disagree with Rod. I think my sleeper of this week is John. Okay. I think he actually has a pretty good team. I didn't have much faith in him to pick a good team because he didn't know much about football. But I think he's going to come through. I think he's going to have a good week. Uh, I can't remember what his team is looking like, but he has a, a pretty decent team. And if he has a good week, um, he's, he, he's good enough to beat anybody in the league. All right, the next game we have is JJ, who, and I forgot to write down his record. I think he's 2-2. Two and two. He's 2-2. Two 2-2 and two. Two and two against uh, Matt, who he has yet to win a game. He's 0-4. Which I'm not surprised. Matt is a loser in all respects. Me neither. But uh, in this game, believe it or not, Matt is favored by 11 points over JJ. Upset special. Uh, I'm going to take Matt in this one. I think it's his week to get off the schneid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and angered by his Phillies defeat in the playoffs. I think Matt's going to win, and I think it's going to be by 11. I think so, too. I think that Matt will cover. I think it being his birthday today uh, is going to carry over for tomorrow. Uh, I, I am a little discouraged, though, by his luck because Philly's uh, obviously lost. But I'm going to stick with him. I don't think J.J. has a very strong team. I think Matt is going to come out of his slump, and he's going to compete with Chris for that last uh, playoff spot. Uh, final game of the week is uh, a pretty good one between two, three, and one teams. We have Jamie and Griff. Uh, in this game, Jamie is favored by five. I think I'm going with Griff on this one to to cover. I think he's going to. I think he's going to win the game. Um, and I'm, I'm picking Griff, even though Jamie's uh, Jamie's favored by five. This is my, I think, the most interesting game because I think you know me and Rod, we're going to win the league. I think it's going to be one, two in the league. Finals. Um, I think Jamie and Griff are going to be vying for that third, fourth spot. You know, home field advantage. Bronze medal. Yep, exactly. Uh, so I'm going to go with Jamie in this one. Uh, I think that her being a moose helps her quite a bit, and I think that she has a pretty strong team. I think she's going to um, pull off the victory by uh, more than – well, she's just going to pull off the victory. Isn't that right with the minus five? It's just – just Well, she has to win. By, uh, so you're going to – you picking yeah. Griff to cover or Jamie to win by six? Okay, I'm going to pick Jamie to win by six. I okay. think that she can, she can do that. All right, so the stage is set. Bradley and I have picked opposite – in every game except, except the for, Matt game, we've actually agreed on picking Matt. That's I mean, that's, that's startling yeah. to win. Yeah. Um, but so we'll the next next uh, put on the podcast. We will recap. It should be the games we decided on Monday night, and then we'll you know recap after that and see how it went. We're going to keep a running track of this throughout mm-hmm. the rest of the season. And we'll have we'll have a special Tuesday lunch special or yep. uh, lunch uh, podcast. Lunch put on the put on the podcast. Uh, so, so far, no team leaders have called in, and when nope. that happens... Uh, Which is, usually happens quite a bit. Yeah, it does, uh, especially as we get the novelty wears off. I think this is the time of the show where maybe we want to call Start someone call by force. People. Yeah. Uh, I don't know force if we want to try beat. Julian. Um, you know, Julian is a fan of the show. Um, he's currently uh, on, a, on a trip to Vermont. Let's give him a call. Let's, let's give him a call. Let's, let's see what's call going. him. Service is all spotty there, but we'll yeah. see what happens. He is up in Vermont with uh, Melissa and Laura Mack, I believe. And we'll kind of get his uh, insight on the Ohio State game today oh, as boy. well, if we can. He might not answer, though. Julian has called in every show, I believe, except one. Mm-hmm. So we shall see. Uh, Julian, Cessna, yep. team leader for Raven 7. Not answering. That's disappointing. That's disappointing. Who else we call that has not been on the show I, yet? Well, birthday boy. Birthday let's boy. Call, let's call yes. the birthday boy. You need to get him on here. Uh, I don't think he's been on here yet. No, I don't, I don't um, think so. So it'd be good to get him on there, and we could wish him a happy birthday. That sounds great. Uh, Matt, currently in Springfield, Massachusetts. I think he is working a day, so um, okay. he'll be on the work site. He might not answer. See if he answers for you. Yeah, I don't think he will, but he, I think he knows we're doing podcasts, and I think he um, really hates the podcast uh, with a lot of passion. Good opportunity for him to talk some trash. Yeah, 
Exactly. We can talk about the Phillies' loss a little bit. He won't want to talk about that, but... Hello, Matthew. Welcome to uh, Put on the Podcast. You are live with Rod and Brad right now. How are you doing? Uh, wonderful. Yeah. We just wanted to wish, call you and wish you a happy birthday. Big day. Oh, yeah. Big day already, yeah. How, how old are you now, Matt? 23. Wow. Wow. That's a big, that's a big one. It's Michael Jordan's Michael number. Jordan. Yep. It's, yeah, it's, it's, an important, it's an important year, you know? <laughs> What's the cake situation? What's your, what, what kind of birthday cake are we looking at? Well, actually, my sponsors just baked me two cakes. Actually, oh man, wow, double duty. Okay, what kind yeah. of cake? What kind yeah. of cakes are they? Oh, one's a blueberry twerk. Oh, and then one's this uh, apple, and I think it's some sort of nut. I'm not really sure. Macadamia, maybe I don't know, but it's pretty delicious. That sounds great. Yeah, it yeah. sounds really good. Will you uh, send us a piece or no? No, no. Okay. Okay, Matt, we've been talking about fantasy football matchups this week. You're you're playing JJ. Your team's 0-4, but you're favored by 11 points. What are your thoughts? Uh, what are my thoughts? I haven't really paid much attention to that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we know. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking we're going to try and have a second-half comeback because, you, know, okay. you know, we can do it. Matt, I believe in you. Um, and this is actually, you know, I think Rod and I both agree. We, we went through the lineups and we picked uh, who we thought was going to win the game and who was going to cover. And we both actually picked you um, to win and cover. Upset special. Yeah, so we wow. I, we believe in you. You have the team. It's just you You got to come back strong. Like right now, uh, we just went over in the podcast, but the top eight teams make the playoffs. Now, you, Melissa, oh. and Chris are the worst teams in the league. But you can get that eight spot oh, no. um, by beating those two. So this is a big game for you, man. This is an opportunity. Yeah, I just need to sign on, actually, for the first time and change my kicker, because I think Nate Kading's out, isn't he? I'm, Pretty sure. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a bye week, so you might want to check. You might have some other players out as well. Yes. But you, yeah. do have, you do have a bunch of Philly players, don't you? You have a bunch of Eagles players? Yeah, I sure yeah. do. Yeah. That's probably why we're not doing so well. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, while, while we're on the topic of sports, we were looking for your instant reaction from the Phillies-Cardinals game last night. What are your thoughts? You know, I really don't want to talk about that. Okay, it's understandable. I, 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 you know, it's, I, uh, it was an interesting game, but we won't talk about it, man. I know that you're frustrated with it, and I don't want to rub it in your face that well, they got beat. It was awful. It was, did, did you watch the game, Matt? Yeah, I was at a bar, actually, and it was, it was going to be a good night, you know, but no. Did you watch it with John Surbell? Yes, I did. How was he? Did he? Was he rooting for Phillies, or was he rooting for Cardinals? He was rooting for the Cardinals, even though his girlfriend, who's like from the St. Louis area and lives there now, she's a Boston fan, so it really makes no sense. So were you pretty irritated and mad with him? Well, I mean, he was he was nice about it, I guess. Right? Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have the power to write him up if you want to. Uh, I mean, the, the whole bar was actually against the Phillies, which was weird, because first time I've ever gone to a bar to watch a playoff game for the Phillies and people be rooting against it, you know? Yeah, that's ridiculous. I'm, I'm an Ohio State fan. I'm really used to that, okay? Whenever <laughs> I go into any kind of sporting facility and watch a game, it's all I'm always in the minority. So wow. It's a pleasant feeling, believe me. Well, I guess just a lot of people here in you know, Massachusetts, they don't really have much respect for uh, Philadelphia Athletics, you know? Well, Matt, like, who does, really? Well, like, we were dubbed the dream team in the Eagles. There's a lot of respect there. <laughs> yeah, you know who also was dubbed the dream team? The Miami Heat. And you saw how that one turned out. Oh, no. <laughs> well, they, 
Let's yeah. not even get into that. I, I still believe Eagles are going to make the playoffs. I think they're, they're a good they're a good team, but yeah, they. I will say I was happy to see them lose to my 49ers last week. That was a that was a huge upset. Uh, I'm, I'm predicting seven and nine, but we'll see. <laughs> so, Matt, you are you working today? Uh, yeah, we just got done working here, and we're at the uh, we're at this auto salvaging place or whatever, and we're doing tornado relief. You know, it's do you wanna you wanna tell us a little bit about your uh, project? Tornado relief. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it would be a lot easier if there's this one STL, I forget his name, but he does chainsaw training. Yeah. He would have uh, trained some people on my team to do chainsaws. That would have been good. I think he was on disaster. He couldn't, he couldn't train, is what I heard. Oh, really? I heard he was at a chocolate um, museum. <laughs> this is true. I did go to a chocolate factory, and it was amazing. But hey, I'm not trying to name names here, all right? Okay, all right. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Matt, I mean, we wanted to give you training. People are the person wanted to give you training, but... It just didn't work out. Um, and partially, I think that the person told me that he just didn't think you were strong enough to hold a chainsaw. Oh. So. Well, that is a problem. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't know if that was true or not. Yeah. <laughs> well, Matt, are you? Uh, you have big plans for your birthday tonight? Um. Probably gonna go home and cook hamburgers, and then. Are these Matt's special hamburgers? What's that? Are these gonna be Matt's special hamburgers? Yes, those ones, yeah. Nice. Those, really good. He made them all, earlier in the year, and then the me. next day, uh, after Matt made Matt's special hamburgers the first time, I committed myself to cooking uh, Rod's notable hot dogs, but it never, it never really came to fruition, because <laughs> I don't really have a good recipe, and honestly, I don't know what you would do to make a hot dog more notable, but that was my direct response to Matt's special hamburgers. I mean, you got the notable jambalaya, so that's all right. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty notable in its ease of formulation. Well, Matt, thank you for being on the podcast. This is your first time being on the podcast, isn't it? Uh, yeah, actually. I mean, I was in the background for the Hurricane Edition, if you remember that. That's right, yeah. That's we true. were yeah, we were all together, scared. Well, scared con- congratulations on being on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a true honor, and God bless you, too, and I love the work that you do. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. And happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. All right, see you, Matt. All right, uh, Moose 7 team leader and uh, – Moose Caboose team leader, excuse mm-hmm. me, and uh, uh, roommate to Bradley and Rod, Matt Slavics, yep. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, so we're over our 30 minutes. Uh, I think that, that about wraps it up. Bradley, any Great show. Thoughts? Great show today. It was, you know, I – coming back, you know, we thought we'd be a little bit slow and we'd have difficulty, but this was easy. A great show today. Maybe next week the team leaders will call in. Yeah, maybe. And, uh, and we can we can bump it up a notch, but for now, good show and uh, everybody enjoy enjoy your your final round in your Entropy C projects and uh, see you next Tuesday. Join us uh, Tuesday when Carl Weathers will be on the show. Put It on the Podcast is an unofficial, independent production that in no way espouses the opinions of AmeriCorps NCCC or the Atlantic Region Campus.